Happy Friday, everybody. Yes. Uh, it's the day before World's Finals. Um, pretty exciting. It you is. You can tell my voice. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> actually, you know what, though? I'm I'm actually kind of stoked to see Faker back in finals. Um, there's just something about that man and finals that is just so exciting to see. And uh, I'm stoked for it, at least, in that regard. Also stoked for the uh, the faker deft narrative. I think that's pretty pretty fun. Um, should be pretty solid. Should be pretty solid. Although it's, I think T one owns like the this not even just the season series. I think they like own the head all of the head to heads pretty much in in terms of uh, series. Victories. I don't know that. I don't think that says much because uh, DRX played Genji. And DRX got their first wins against Genji in the semifinals all year. Yeah. Also, DRX is a fucking play-ins team, and that's right. insane. I think this is the furthest. Yes. I think they said it's the furthest play-ins team. So again, I mean, it's I, 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 I kind of want to root for DRX just because they're super underdogs in this. But I mean, it's like Faker going for his fourth title. Someone uh, I saw on the subreddit suggested that if if S- if K- if T one wins, I can't T one SKT whatever. If they win, uh, Faker's skin should be a legendary skin. Because like <laughs> season three, Faker they won as Rise. That's what they were saying. Like, well, yeah. So someone said that too, but uh, season three, his world skin was five twenty RP, and then season five, it was seven fifty RP. And then season six, it was thirteen fifty. So the next level is eighteen twenty. So it should be a legendary skin. How insane would that be if they gives them another rise? Right. Don't, know, don't give me. Don't give me. It, except it would be T one, not SKT T one. Right. I don't know. Go DRX. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, that's tomorrow. We're gonna be watching it. It's gonna be epic. Um. But yeah, today we got Gragas and Mordekaiser. Yes. Uh, Mordekaiser has a fuckload that has changed <laughs> over the years. He's had so many changes. <laughs> Gragas, not so much, but that's okay. Um, you know, actually, really quick, one thing I wanted to mention that has nothing to do with the champion review that was not on the patch notes, and I think you know where I'm going with this, they changed a bunch of item oh, icons, yeah. and they didn't even mention it. Yeah, they did. I forgot about that, and you're totally right. But boy, do they look way better. So far, they look way better. <laughs> I was like waiting for them to. Um, I knew they were coming, right? But not this early, right? Like, hold on, let me. I have the client open right now. Let me see if I can get. Uh, what do we got? Blade of the Rune King. Uh, you got oh. Bork. You got Bork. Recurve, Seraphs, um, Death Stance. Um, yeah, Bork looks great. Bork. I know, like Recurve bow, all the little components. Death Dance looks good. I, I don't know. It was weird. They just didn't mention that. So Yeah. Th- well, I don't know. The new Death Dance icon is... Yeah, as I mentioned, it was. It kind of looks... Like a deep-fried meme. <laughs> it looks a little blurry. Yeah. I don't know. And maybe... Yeah, I'm, I just found a, a post on, on Reddit, too. And it looks like maybe they actually cleaned it up and re... <clears throat> re-inserted uh, it. Because it looks a lot clearer than it did when I saw it in-game. Excuse me. Um, so I wonder if they re did it. Someone said it looks ugly. Actually, I think it looks better now in this state. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it actually, what's funny is like death dance is supposed to look like, um, 
Nightmare Tryndamere's blade, pretty much, right? And because, I mean, he's like the guy who kind of does play Death's Dance with his ultimate, right? Um, but I, I've always thought that it looks like a like a cloak or a cape, and it still kind of looks like a cloak or a cape. Like, when you look at because the icon is tiny in-game, right? You just see this, like, orange sash come down a green background. It just, I don't know. I would think they would make it a little bit more sword-like, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Riot, Riot works in mysterious ways. We they just do. don't know what they're doing half the time. But overall, looks great. Happy, hopefully. Well, we're going to get more, like, Rod of Ages coming back. Rod of Ages looks different. Yes. Catalyst looks different. Yes. Much better. Um, that should be in two weeks, so get excited for that. But Gragas, we're gonna start with Gragas here. Oh, Graggy um, Ice, the fat man in the jungle. Man, his that... his like icon or his like model it's here garbage. looks <laughs> it's horrible, disgustingly terrible. Like they need to fix his model. Like he doesn't have pizza feet, but he has pizza feet. I mean, to be fair, he's not meant to look this big, right? Like in game, right? He looks fine in game, right? But like, man, his <laughs> just—he looks like dirt here. I don't know. They just—he looks like he. They have really bad look, polygons on this one. He—he <laughs> he looks like he should be in Donkey Kong sixty four. Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like the the polygons are fucking terrible for some of the new champions that have come out that are like a lot smoother. Even not new ones are a lot smoother. Greg's been around for a minute. They just never given him like a a proper. Uh, not even a, a VGU, just a visual. He's never got a good visual update, and that's what he needs for sure. So but, let's. Uh, this should be relatively quick. We yep. go over him. Yep. Um, I I do wish Stephen was here. Yeah, Stephen, if you're listening, uh, thanks. Stephen, um, I, I know where you live, but I know where you sleep at night. That's all I'm saying. If you get a wet willy in the middle of the night, it wasn't me. Uh, I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> um, it's his brother eric okay. yeah it is or or his wife so i mean <laughs> there's that <laughs> um all right so i think first of all i think gragas is just one of those champions that's like I, I guess you could compare him to like thresh where he's i feel like he's good in any meta right he's so disruptive and just he's versatile even even there, yeah, very versatile. Like even building full AP, which we'll get to his W, he can get tanky. But then, like he's just solid as a full-on straight tank. Right, and I didn't know he was classified as a Vanguard uh, champion, which is like a, Leona's a Vanguard type champion. Um, offensive tanks. Okay, that right, makes sense. Right, and uh, yeah, he's. I mean, not only is he a great tank when you build him tank, he's an incredible mage when you build him AP. Uh, he just has great ratios. You can't... It's kind of like uh, Cho'Gath, where you can't really do both. But, you you know, the, the ratios are there. The items are there to, to make it worth it. Um, hell, his passive is there. I mean, if you're a tank, his passive is great. Obviously, it does scale on max health. Um, it's called Happy Hour. Mm-hmm. And periodically, after casting an ability, Gragas heals himself for 6.5% of his max health. Um, I think it's eight seconds. This says, yeah, static cooldown, mm-hmm. eight seconds. Um, it's just kind of gross. Like, that's, if you ever watch, like, pro players playing, you know, they might clear a camp, and then they will just use an ability, like, uh, like his W, just to heal. Um, because later in the game, uh, you're talking, you could be talking 200 health, you know. Uh, it, it does make a big difference. So, 
I think his passive is actually better than it seems like it would be. And for how simple it is, I think it's still uh, pretty viable. Oh, for sure. Like, especially jungling where, I mean, you're, you're literally going to, you don't even have to use pots or like, you're, you're just going to be full health, like pretty much all the time. Right. Um, lane, maybe it's a little different, but I mean, you could just go tier and you're probably fine with mana. Yeah. Uh, but I, no, it's, it's such a simple yet. It, it's a very big, it's, it's very strong. I don't know if I'd call it overpowered, but like it's, it's pretty strong. There's champions that struggle, I guess. I guess with the season coming up, any champion's going to be able to jungle. So maybe this will be a little bit less, like, less I don't want to say unique. Uh, right. Yeah. Anybody's going to be able to jungle. Right. You know. But, um, yeah. So let's move on to Barrel Roll. I did not know that's what it was called. It's I, yeah. So just... Simple. <laughs> I didn't know that uh, either. That's how you... That's how you know how old this champion is. Their their names are just the skill names super. Are, yeah, garbage and or really straightforward. <laughs> like, oh, I know uh, what so that ability does. <laughs> active Gragas rolls a cast to the target location, remaining there for four seconds, granting sight of the area and fermenting over two seconds to increase its damage and slow effectiveness up to a hundred and fifty percent. Barrel roll can be recast at any time within the duration after cast has fully traveled and does so automatically after its duration ends. And then on the recast, he detonates the magic uh, the cast, dealing magic damage to nearby enemies, reduced by 30% against minions and slowing them for two seconds. Uh, I know this is, if you're playing AP, this is the item you're going to level up first. It's very fucking strong right. for, for, for clearing. And um, it's one of those abilities where... So you throw it out, and then on on the icon it has like the countdown to how long it's gonna last, and it'll. I think it turns. Yeah, it turns like red it when turns, it's fermented. Yeah, it turns. I think it turns more red on the on the on the uh, bar, but yeah, when it's fully fermented, it turns like a bright red. Does a fuck ton of damage <laughs> and massive. Uh, fuck. the the cooldown starts immediately. So if you let it, uh, so the the cast can remain there for four seconds. So when you at level one. It's going to be six seconds after it. it so there's some abilities where you, they don't, the cooldown doesn't start until the the entire ability is like, I don't, I don't want to call it dead, like done. Right. This starts immediately. Yes. So kind of like, I think Varus Q works like that. If you like pull your arrow back and you're holding it, the ca- the cooldown begins. I believe so. Something like that. So it's no, it's very strong. Uh, 150% damage. So base damage minimum is 80 to 240. So then whatever, 150% of that at the max, that's a lot. And then 80% AP ratio is why you build this dude AP. Right. Um, Minimum minion damage. I mean, that's just so he can't one-shot fucking minions or if he's laning. Um, And then the slow, minimum slow is 40 to 60. So then 150% of that 60%, like, that's a lot. So the maximum slow you're going to have is 60 to 90%. You're max uh magic damage to champions and oh i didn't realize the little arrows there yeah. what the fuck yeah they just slide over to the max uh you, you could do at level one 120 uh all the way up to max rank on that to 360 with 120 percent ap uh scaling on the max damage there so and the minions are going to be similar obviously it's just cut by 30 percent so it uh, is 84 to 252 with the 84 percent ap ratio so yes, right. this this ability. Uh, if you watch, um, yeah, what's his name that plays just Gragas all the time? 
This, is it the EU dude? Yeah, the, the sloppy walrus. Yes, the guy that does the. He's got that Bomba. nice little combo, dude. Bomba. <laughs> yeah, he's got the bomba combo. Great. It's disgusting. Um, we'll get into that after we get through all the abilities because that combo is gross, and you can pretty much hundred to zero any fighter, which is like a half squishy. Um, but for now, we'll move down to Drunken Rage. Uh, the active Gragas channels for 0.75 seconds, drinking out of his brew and gains damage reduction for two and a half seconds. Upon completing the channel, Gragas empowers his next basic attack within five seconds to have an uncancelable windup, gain 50 bonus range, deal bonus magic damage to the target and nearby enemies, capped at 300 against monsters. So, Gragas takes a big old sip of his barrel and then uses it to smash the next person that he sees. <laughs> drunken Rage is a very good name for this ability because it's like, yep, mm-hmm. I'm drunk and now I'm going to smash you with my with my drink. Um, so the damage reduction is not crazy high. It really only benefits you if you're building AP, which is why the uh, AP Gragas works because you can get into a fight pretty quickly. I mean, it, it holds for two and a half seconds. Um, you're getting 10 to 18% based on rank. Uh, plus four percent per one hundred AP. So I mean, if you're rocking five hundred AP, yeah, that's another twenty percent. Yeah. So almost forty percent damage reduction at max rank. I mean, Grant, I believe this is the ability you max last. I believe so. Yeah, because I mean, you're, you're, yeah, sec- you're not getting any five cooldown. Cool exactly, exactly. I mean, that's that's insane, right? If you that, that's pretty good. I mean. Right. Combo it, it, combo that, like, you're in the jungle, you're not taking any damage, you're healing off your passive as it is, and you're getting damage reduction. It's, it's, it makes your jungle clear even crazier. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. What's, what about the damage? The, the, uh, the bonus magic damage is 20 to 140, based on rank, plus 7% of the target's max health and a 70% AP ratio. Again, if you have 500 AP, uh, that's a little less than three quarters of that, which is... Uh, math is escaping me right now. Like, is that two, three, three fifty or seventy five would be about three fifty somewhere in that range. Three fifty, yeah, about three fifty. Uh, plus seven percent targets max health, and if it's max rank at one forty, I mean, you're talking this ability does a shit ton of damage and gives you a massive amount of fucking um, right production. I mean, the fact that it does percent target max health is a, just another reason he can go tank. Like, he just does damage as a tank. Right, and if you can get somebody, uh, if, if you're skilled enough and you can pull it off, you can roll a barrel behind them, take the Drunken Rage, run up, pop the barrel, and smash at the same time for a massive burst of damage if you're going AP. Um, there's other things you can add to that combo, and we'll get there when we get through these next couple abilities. So tell me about maybe his, I don't know if it's most iconic, but one of his most iconic abilities. Body Slam, man. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. It's a yeah. Okay, so uh, Gragas charges in the target direction and stops upon colliding with an enemy, dealing magic damage to all nearby enemies. We noticed, or have we mentioned all of these abilities so far are AOE? Yeah, like, I didn't everything realize, is AOE. I didn't realize he had. They were all AOE. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Every single <laughs> like, one he has of them. So much <laughs> fucking AOE. Um, de- uh, dealing magic damage to all nearby enemies, knocking them back, though not through terrain, and stunning them for one second. Body slam current cooldown is reduced by three seconds if Gragas hits an enemy, and then barrel roll and explosive cast can be cast during the dash. 
Uh, I think, yeah, one of the biggest things is if you hit someone, you get three seconds refunded. Um, the fact that you can cast other abilities while fucking throwing yourself, yeeting yourself through the air. <laughs> With belly first. <laughs> he is the most nimble fat man. It's pretty insane, dude. Like... You'd be you'd be walking through the jungle minding your own fucking business and then you get hit with fucking I don't even know does does it say like I wonder if it would like it tell you how much champions weigh like in lore oh, how big they are you know he's got to be fucking like 400 pounds dude he's fucking find it there might be something here but it's no it's just so crazy like this huge dude is so mobile right so the magic damage is 80 to 260 with a 60 percent ap ratio like all his ap ratios are through the roof like they're all over i think the lowest is 60 percent yeah minimum damage is is 56 on his q but that's that's still like what the fuck dude they, they don't have uh well maybe if there's a trivia blur he's maybe. fucking huge that's no there's there's no nothing on that side let me see yeah he's a he's he's a fat man i'll tell you he's a, he's a Big motherfucker. He's like, and like playing him top lane. He's just wonderful for setting up ganks for your jungler. Like he has so much CC, and he just he just preps the like. He's just okay. He's a tank, but then he's also deceptively tanky with his W. And like, you could bait, you could bait so many people in, trying to like dot tower dive you if you're like one <laughs> HP. You're just gonna heal. You're going to take reduced damage. You can body slam to just interrupt whoever the fuck. Throw your Q out. Slow them. Like, I don't think you ever want to dive a Gragas. Like, no. And then and we'll, we'll get to his ult right now. So Especially, tell, yeah, tell especially with that cask, which um, is his most iconic. Like I said the, the belly bump might give it a run for its money, but this, I think, for sure is the most iconic. Uh, Gragas hurls a cast that travels to the target location over... Uh, 0.55 seconds, exploding on impact to deal magic damage to all enemies within the area and knock them back 900 units, though not through terrain, from the epicenter of the explosion, as well as granting sight of the area for one second. So let me break that down because that sentence is written very strangely. You throw the cask, and wherever it lands, it has an explosion, kind of like a, a Zig's W, the satchel, and it's going to blow people in any direction outward from that cask. Um, you just can't send them over walls or over terrain or whatever. Uh, this ability uh, has a base damage of two to four hundred based on rank, with an eighty percent AP ratio. It's like it's very easy to one shot a squishy with just this ability alone if it's early enough in the game and you're fed enough. I've seen it happen as a as an ADC um, or even like a a weak early unit like a Soraka or Lulu that just doesn't have the health pool. He just drops a cask right on your face and you're dead. You don't even get knocked back. You just die. <laughs> you have, you can't move. No, you, it, yeah. Especially if you get like comboed, like, yeah. So the, uh, the, uh, it was the, the Bomba, the Bomba combo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what does he throw a Q? So yeah, he, he throws the Q out backwards or he'll throw it to the side yeah. where he thinks, let it ferment. And he will, of course, W for the damage reduction just in case. Yep. He can E, then flash, so you surprise him. Yep. Knocks them up, and then drop the cask on the opposite side. And, like, these Gragas players are so fucking, like, precise. Geometric. With, yeah, like, <laughs> so they can make sure if they throw it on the opposite side of their target, it'll knock them back right into the fermented uh, cask. Uh, 
cast in his Q. Yeah. And then if you have like electrocute, that's a three hit combo. It pops them and boom, it hundred zeros them. Yeah, it's disgusting. If if you've ever seen it pulled off, it's actually gross. And you can do that to a tanky enemy too. It's still a massive amount of damage, but that takes a lot of time put in on this champion. Um, somebody like a, a Steven would would know how to uh, how to do that. <laughs> I like I really like abilities where you can do it first and then flash. Right. Like it's I know you can do like it like taunt. like Sejuani, uh, like yeah, taunt, uh, Sejuani Q, right. Vi Q. It it might take a little practice, but you can getting caught out. Or like un- getting hit by an unsuspected Gragas E is so fucking gross. Yes. Um, and then as far as his alt goes, I would say his alt is like along the lines of like a Rumble alt, where it's really impactful. Extremely. Uh, like even if you're not it. even fed. Right. It, it's the fact that it just disrupts everything. Right. And. It if you're trying to like knock away a front line, just throw that fucking barrel out and boop, they're gone. Or you can knock the eighty, you can knock the the back line out away from the fight. It's knocking them nine hundred units. It also has a range of a thousand units, which is pretty far. It's extremely so, far. Um, it's yeah, it's it's up there. I don't know. I, I can't think of another like fight game changing ulti such as like a rumble alt or or gragas alt. I think maybe we'll come up with one. Yeah, Rumble um, Alt, Gragas Alt. The other skill I mean, that's game changing like that is Corky's Package, but that's basically like a Rumble Alt on crack. Uh, but that's not an ultimate. That's just a, you know what I mean? Maybe Renata Alt. I don't know. Uh, like, Renata's pretty game breaking. Um, Seraphine. Yeah, but I still think the cask is more game breaking that because it's when you're looking at a, a like a, a front to back team fight, which is the kind of fights that Gragas uh, really thrives in. Uh, if you can split up their entire team fight, then you guys can easily mop that up. You know, maybe you catch the front line out with the cask and bring them to you, and your five team members, or you and your other four team members, blow that person up. <clears throat> now they're without a frontliner, you know, and all of a sudden it, it becomes easier to get on the back line or it becomes easier to uh, exert pressure onto the map because they don't have anybody to absorb damage anymore, so... This champion, very impactful in team fights. Even without it, I mean, he, he really can assassinate you. Um, but he is extremely impactful in team fights, and that's, I think, where he thrives the, the most. All right, all important question. Dude. Is, also, did you see his new skin? Yeah, Space Groove. It's actually pretty sick. It's pretty sick. I'm not going to include it <clears throat> because yeah, it's brand right, new. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, it's brand new, but, like, it's pretty sick. Um, if I had to choose, man, I, I like Gragas Cask Breaker, but Super Fan is pretty good, and so is Scuba. I'm gonna go Super Fan. I, li- I like the Mohawk Gragas with the uh, with the Gatorade Cask. I like Gragas Esquire is pretty good. I like that skin line. That's like fair too. Gentleman Choga yeah. Esquire. Um, he's, got, he's got a bottle of champagne instead. <laughs> Hillbilly Gragas, classic. Willie Nelson. <laughs> Basically. Um, Oktoberfest Gragas is cool. The later hosen. I like the I like the splash art for Oktoberfest Gragas. You have old GP in the back. Uh, Olaf, Olaf. Old Ash. Ash. Um, I think that's Timo's hand in the lower Probably left. The glove. Yeah. 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 Um, that that's a good one. 
Uh, Arctic Ops is classic too. I feel like that's a, a pretty common, but a good one as well. It's just funny to see <laughs> with like the the furry collar. You know, obviously with with not just clothes on, but like cold weather clothes. You know. Yep. 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 All right. Well, if there's anything else you want to mention, I think no, I'm I think good. that's it. I I peeked at some of his old stuff, and it's just old icons and they're pretty funny but they fit in with like the way the old icons used to look and like the original drunken rage that's pretty good <laughs> not gonna lie <laughs> the rest of them eh but the original drunken rage oh and a a little keynote that uh, it's just a little piece of trivia in the picture for happy hour <clears throat> the drink in his mug is actually graggy ice which is in his current one or old one? In the current one. Okay. Is actually Graggy Ice. And uh that's just a play on Natty Ice for those of you who don't know about Hillbilly Beer. <laughs> but from there I think we can uh transition on to our next champion, which is going oh, to take boy. the brunt of the time, uh young Schmordenkaiser, uh aka Mordekaiser the Iron Revenant, aka uh what was he called before? The Master of Metal? I yeah, think I think that's was. what it was. I think you're right. Oh, man, I f- wholly forgot about that whole... I, 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 he was used to be... Uh, <laughs> no, it still says Iron Revenant. It, yeah, but that wasn't, his... what it, that wasn't what it was. Uh, Anyways. I look at his original title. This champion is just so infamous, infamous with having bugs. Like, especially <laughs> if, if anybody has watched Pro Play for a while, or has been playing for a while, Season 5, the Juggernaut rework... They riot just fuck. This is the reason why we have smaller patches leading up to worlds now. Because on whatever patch that was for season five worlds, they reworked Mordekaiser, GP, Darius, Skarner, all the juggernauts. Garen, I don't think maybe Garen got a few games, but Mordekaiser and Gangplank were just 100% pick ban. They all they both had 100% win rates. Um, just. It was pretty insane. Uh, I can't even... Oh, that's the, his second iteration. I can't even really remember his first iteration, so... His first iteration see. wasn't that much different than his second. Um, right. And he was called the Master of Metal. You were right. Um, oh, the thing that was the greatest about his first iteration... Ah, his first <laughs> iteration and his second iteration even... The names? The names of the abilities. 100% oh, the greatest did, thing. They did change two of them. Interesting. Did they? So the names. So I know that the, his passive was Iron Man, and he had Mace of Spades, and I think Creeping Death. Um, Siphon of Destruction. Okay, okay. And then Children of the Grave. But yeah, in a second, they changed it to Harvester of Sorrow. That's a good one, too. And then, yeah, Siphon. So if anybody didn't know, Iron Man, Black Sabbath... Mace of Spades is a play on Ace of Spades, Motorhead, Creeping Death, was Metallica. Siphon of Destruction is Tyler's favorite band, Megadeth. And then Children of the Grave was Black Sabbath again. Yes. What was Harvester of Sorrow? I never figured that one out. Metallica. Oh, was that Metallica too? Yep. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Um, really like Metallica, so. <laughs> well, I mean, considering he's he was the master of metal, I mean, Metallic, you know. Sure. I won't go there. Um. So you want to start Sorry, with this old or you want to start yeah. with this new? We'll start with the old. We'll work up. We'll go. Uh, Do you want to go first ability? passive, second? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So first passive. 
Iron Man, Bornekaiser shields himself for 17.5% of the damage dealt by his abilities, doubled against enemy champions, capping at 120 to 630 base on level, and decaying by 3% per second. 630 feels like a lot. But I'm it was a lot. To... So it didn't, it didn't scale. It no. was pretty, you know, all right. Pretty basic. Uh, right. Second iteration... Innate, uh, Mordekaiser shields himself for 25% of the damage dealt by his abilities, halved to 12.5 against enemy minions, and capped at 25% of his max HP. And then after 1.5 seconds delay, Iron Man's shield decays at a rate of 1.5 base health per second, down to a minimum of 6.25% of his max health. Yep. Uh, I don't think... I mean, it makes sense because the original one says doubled, whereas this one is doubled, but against minions, right? it's halved. So it's kind of the same thing. It's just the value is less, right. but it has a cap on his max health. Uh, and then let's go back to his current passive, which I believe is very similar. Uh, oh, actually, is it? No, the W. No, okay, I, the I w, think they right. moved it to his W. Yeah. Okay, so Darkness Rise. How, how do you feel about them getting rid of the song names? So... There are, <laughs> there is one song name in here. Um, what indestructible? Yes. Disturbed. Yes. No one listens to. Disturbed. But I, I don't think that they did that intentionally. <laughs> I'm putting it that no. way. Like there is a song name in there by a new metal band, so sure. But I don't think it was intentional. I would have to find like a little trivia thing to see if it was intentional. Um. But I was very sad that they, they like, I wish they would have just found new metal songs to uh, incorporate into his kit. But he is now also called the Iron Revenant, so they did take the, like, heavy metal idea away from him. But, uh, yeah, I was, I was, I wouldn't say I was not happy, I just was sad. So his Darkness Rise passive innate, Mordekaiser's basic attacks are empowered to deal 40%. AP bonus magic damage on hit. And of course, you know, every passive of every rework champion needs to have four fucking <laughs> paragraphs and have a million things. It says and then Mortar we still got now Kaiser it, on it. Mortar Kaiser. <laughs> well, remember, I don't Walt Ball Wiki is definitely not run by no, Riot. It's not. It's not. It's just so, funny. Uh Mortar Kaiser <laughs> generates a stack for each enemy champion or monster hit by his damaging basic attacks or basic abilities. Lasting for four seconds, refreshing on subsequent hits, and stacking up to three times. We know we love three-hit passives. <laughs> At three stacks, he gains Darkness Rise. Darkness Rise, Mordekaiser gains three, six, nine. Damn, she's fine. Thank you. <laughs> bonus movement speed, and deals five to 15.2 based on level, plus 30% AP, Plus one to five based on level of targets, max health, magic damage every second to nearby enemies against monsters. The damage is capped at 180 per second. So I know when he first got reworked, that movement speed bonus was a flat percentage. And I think within this year, they added that scaling. Yeah. Fucking great because it feels so bad to let just people just run out of Mordekaiser's range. Yep. Easily. When his passive is running. Right. Um, and then I know they changed it to work on all uh, jungle monsters now because before it just used to be the large ones. Yes. Which is great. He's still pretty decent at uh, jungling. Um, I don't know. It's 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 pretty sick. It feels good. Yeah. It, obviously, it feels a lot 
better. They they put the old passive in with his W, which we'll get to. Um, I think it's it's pretty good. It lets him it makes him feel like a lane bully. Like he's very you don't want to be sitting in this, right? Uh, especially. I know, I mean, you're going to build um, Riftmaker with him because, like, Omnivamp and just the amount of, like, true damage that you're... I mean, he's a... Free stack damage on that. He's like a drain tank. Right. He's going to he's gonna want to, like, vamp off you. You can't get away from him, especially if you slap on a fucking uh, Rylize. Oh, you are not God, getting away from so, this dude. It's so disgusting with the Rylize, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right, uh, let's go back. Let's uh, tell me about right. his cues. Mace of Spades. <laughs> so, Mordekaiser's next basic attack gains bonus range and is enhanced to deal magic damage, applies spell effects, and to either bounce up to three additional enemies or dealing 65% increased damage if there are no other enemies nearby. Mace of Spades resets Mordekaiser's basic attack timer. Um, so it adds, basically adds magic damage to your basic attack. So you get a hundred percent of your bonus AD added to this. Um, the magic damage did scale at this time, 80 to 200 and you got a 40% AP ratio. Um, I believe it was, or was that the second iteration that became a three hit? It was the second one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this one, like if there was things nearby, you would become an AOE ability. If there was not, it was just, uh, bigger damage to a single, single target. target. So, okay. uh, and I believe his mace got really big when he dropped it too. It made, I know <laughs> we'll talk about the second one. Cause the sound it made was incredible. <laughs> it, did, it was, I don't, Oh God. I fantastic. don't remember the first iteration of Mordecai. I don't, I don't think remember I enough. Him. Yeah. Um, but Mace of yeah. spades V two, uh, active Mordecai's next three basic attacks deal bonus magic damage with the third hit dealing double of that. Uh, still resets the auto attack timer. So the first and second hits, uh, dealt 10 to 50 plus 50 to 90%, uh, AD plus 60% AP. Obviously that's based on level. The third hit did 20 to a hundred plus a hundred to 180% AD plus 120% AP. And it had the greatest fucking noise in the Bonk. world <laughs> but, let me see if i can find it let's see uh, old it had it 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 rivals uh mundo throwing a trophy um in the tpa mundo skin that has such a great noise as well but like i think i think every time the noise actually changed each hit i think the noise uh changed a little bit yeah yeah it did i'm trying to find it was, fucking it was, yeah find. So that was, hold on, fuck, come on, come on. It was, yeah, it's just, it was such a fun ability, and it always felt difficult to get that third hit, because, like, someone would catch the audio cue of the first one, and I'm getting the fuck out of the way of this thing. But what's cool is, like, you could hit, like, two minions and then bonk a champion with a third hit, you know? Um, right, you stack that up. Right. Or you could hit one champion with three hits. I mean, obviously, he's a, he wasn't a attack speed building champion, so it was a little bit harder to hit that, uh, all three on him, but it was doable as possible. Um, I forgot also in this iteration and was it in this first iteration? He doesn't have a resource bar. Um, his first iteration. Okay. No, it was there too. Uh, his abilities used his health much like, uh, Mundo. And I know we forgot to mention that. Um, so, I mean, he was, he was one of those, uh, bruisers, I guess is the best thing to call him i know they they classify him as a juggernaut so i mean that's like the likes of a darius and a garen 
Um, but he was basically an AP bruiser, really, before there were a whole lot of AP bruisers in the game. He, um, I just remember, I to- almost forgot he had mixed damage. So it's like this guy was the yeah. perfect gunblade user. Yep. Oh, old gunblade. Gunblade, up. active, slow. Yeah, it was, miss that item. It was, yeah. it was too OP, actually. It was way too it OP. Was, it was a broken ass item. <laughs> um. Okay, then we'll go to his current Q, which is called Obliterate. And it, it keeps a very similar theme. Uh, Mordekaiser strikes his mace down in a line. In a line in the target direction, sorry. <laughs> Dealing magic damage to enemies within, increased if only one enemy is hit. Uh, he also has a voice line that he just says shatter when he when he drops it. And uh, it's pretty disgusting. And it does, looks like 5 to 139 based on your level. So not based on rank, based on your level. Plus 75 to 155 based on rank. With a 60% AP ratio. The damage increase on a single target is 40 to 60% based on rank. So, kind of a throwback to his original Q. Yes. Where he would deal bonus damage. I like that. Yes. Yeah. The Yeah, hitting the, the solo shot. So, um, also to note, it applies spell damage if it hits one target and area damage to multiple targets. So, it does reclassify. So, that does change. I think they're... Uh, I don't know if they're still in the game abil- uh, items that have AOE nerfs or buffs. Hmm. I remember Rylize in the past was nerfed for AOE damage. Um, I think it was only like third or no, it was nerfed for DOT damage, not AOE. It was nerfed for, for damage over time. Um, but I think there was, there were some abilities I think that were nerfed for AOE damage, but it also makes a difference when you look at certain champion abilities. Um, some champions can reduce, uh, AOE damage as well. So, all right, uh, trivia. Do you know what the name of his mace is called? I don't. Nightfall. Okay. That... He says it. He talks about it. Okay. That's not weird. Yeah. He. Uh, I. I do like the fact that they changed his mace to a more viable style mace. The right. spike ball. I don't think really ever was viable in history, but the like bladed axe based mace that. It wasn't really, I don't know if blade is the right word, but the uh, more modern style of mace makes more sense with his with his uh, get up and whatnot. All right, let's move to his W. First, the W was Creeping Death. Uh, Mordekaiser summons a cloud of metal shards around the target ally or himself for six seconds, granting his target bonus armor and bonus magic resist as well as causing them to deal to deal deal magic damage <laughs> each second to nearby enemies for the duration. If cast on an ally, Mordekaiser also gains creeping death's effect, as well as both gaining 60 movement, bonus movement speed when moving towards each other. Creeping death is applied to the nearest allied champion uh, in range when Mordekaiser targets himself. So bonus resistances scaled from 10 to 30. And then the magic damage per second was 20 to 68 and then with a 15% AP ratio. So again, this is it they they kind of move this to his passive where it's an AoE right burn kind of thing. Creep, creeping death was a terrible name for this ability, by the way. There was no instance about this that ever made me feel like death was creeping in on me. I don't I, <laughs> I think I think whoever made him was just like, "Oh, that's a sick 
title. Right, and they just had to like fit it in somehow. Um, that is that is my favorite Metallica song off 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 note, but okay, it, yeah, it, I agree. It kind of just doesn't make sense for this ability. No, but I did like the ability. It was very weird looking. You just see these little shrapnel pieces flying around him, and it was very strange. Um, uh, I don't know if you've ever watched um, Full Metal Alchemist. Mm-mm. Um, but one of the brothers is basically a Mordekaiser type. <laughs> he's he's just a giant walking piece of armor. Except I believe old Mordekaiser was inhabited by a demon or something like that. Um, obviously, in Full Metal Alchemist, he was not. But every time I see him and I think of like Metal Shards, I'm like, man, if that was in Full Metal Alchemist, that would have been pretty funny because it wouldn't have made any fucking sense. <laughs> All right, moving on to his second iteration uh, when they did the Juggernaut rework, and this was the biggest fucking thing yeah. of why he was broken. And, yeah, which is kind of also weird yeah. that a very similar uh, passive came back with Neela with yeah. sharing XP. So, Harvester of Sorrow passive. Mordekaiser gains bonus experience when killing a minion near allies equal to 50% of the experience he lost. Due to them being there, which totals at 82.673.3, based on champions of the minions' experience bounty. They, it was so weird that they forced him to be a bot laner. They, yeah, they did all this, and then that's just basically like telling you, okay, cool, go be in a lane where there's a, a partner because. Yeah, you're not going to send two top, you know. Uh, it's it, it was insane. Like, you would... I think it, it was more hardcore than what Neela's is. Oh, absolutely. But like, plus, it was just yourself. You're, you Just you were getting all the experience. Right. Now, yeah, Neela, I mean, Neela shares with with her right. teammates when she kills a minion. Um, So they just get the little bit of the buff. But yeah, this was like to yourself. So it's just like, hey, go be in a lane with a partner that can help you. And then also you get more XP just for being by that partner and killing minions. So there you go. You're like guaranteed to be a level higher, like at all times, pretty much if you're it's, it was pretty gross unless disgusting. the enemy support roams or something. Right, but. right, right, right. All right. Uh, for active first cast, Mordekaiser targets an ally or minion. And for, uh, for the next four seconds, they gain up to 75% bonus movement speed while moving towards each other increasing the further apart they are which lingers for one and a half seconds when near enough to each other uh each deal magic damage in an area of effect around themselves every second for the duration melee and caster minions have a smaller aoe um harvester sorrow ends if mordekaiser or his ally dies for the next four seconds mordekaiser can reactivate (laughs) harvester (laughs) sorrow (laughs) to end its primary effect and trigger a secondary effect which triggers automatically at the end of the duration if activated while no allies are nearby, Mordekaiser will, will highlight an area around him and can activate the ability as normal. The first ally to come in range will automatically gain the effect too. That second effect. Mordekaiser constricts the area, <laughs> dealing magic damage to all enemies near himself and his ally, as well as healing himself and his ally for the same amount from up to two enemies hit in their respective areas. Healing is reduced to 25% when harvesting minions. Jesus. Okay. Harvester damage. Harvest damage. 50 to 190 with a 30% AP ratio. 50 to 190 uh, heal per enemy with a 30% AP ratio. And then healing from minions was 12.5 to 47.5 with a 7.5% AP ratio. 
you can like go in and trade hardcore and then you just hit w and boop, you're just fucking you it this, was so insane this took away the disadvantage of being a melee champion into a ranged champion literally it was like oh yeah normally like <clears throat> if you're playing a melee into a range you're gonna have a a harder time in lane where they can bully you or, or poke you out or whatever, harass you. And this ability said, eh, fuck that. <laughs> Beat me. <laughs> Absolutely was... disgusting. This is 100% the reason he got changed. There's more reasons, but this is, like, by far... Okay, I said 100%, like, 90% of the reason he got changed. Just, like, the just his ability is just so overloaded. Just from the... how How would you even, like... Because you, you can, like, look at abilities damage and what they do, and you can put a gold value on that. How, I mean, I don't even know how to explain, like, how, like, insane bonus experience is when you're in a duo lane. Like, you're just, you're just guaranteed an advantage. Right. Like, I right. mean, I guess you could look at it as uh, how much HP, uh, AD, AP, etc. stats you get when you're a higher level and you could put that into a gold value, I guess, but sure. it's just, it's a matter of like, Oh, I'm you're, my enemy's level five. I'm level six. I got alt now. Like it's, it's stupid. Mm-hmm. You could trade hardcore with this dude heal. And then, yeah, I mean, it, it was nice that they, uh, made the healing way less for minions. So you can't just sit there and vamp off he- minions. Right, but right. I mean, like still, you'd still, I don't know. It was, it was fucking insane. It was busted. Um, and uh, that's why they changed it to his uh, newest W. Yes. Let's see. Let's go, go, go. Indestructible. <clears throat> okay, disturbed. <Yep>. Disturbed. <laughs> Passive. Mordekaiser stores 45% of the post-mitigation damage he deals and 15% of the pre-mitigation damage he takes. Reduced by 75% for non-champion sources as potential shield on his uh, secondary resource bar up to 30% of his max health thing to note we have not said uh his abilities don't cast cost health anymore they got rid of that yes they're all there's no resource yeah um up to 30% of his maximum health the potential shield decays by 8 to 25 based on level every second after not dealing dealing or taking damage for one second while indestructible is not on cooldown, the potential shield will not decay below a minimum of 5% of his max HP. And it will be set to that amount when it comes off cooldown if it was previously below it. Okay. Whew. Yeah, it's it's a mouthful, but I mean like your 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 secondary resource bar is filling up when you're taking damage, dealing damage. That's pretty much all you need to know. Uh and then when you get to the active active 1 uh, consume or it's active recast. Okay, active consumes his potential shield to grant himself a shield for the same amount for four seconds. The shield decays exponentially over the duration. Indestructible can be cast after half a second while the shield is active. So, uh, the shielding when you recast it, it heals for a portion of the amount. So, 35 to 45 percent of your shield. So, shield is going to be 100 percent of whatever you're stacking in that resource bar, and then. Uh, uh, it's, you're going to get less than at max rank, less than half, uh, if you want to heal yourself. But I mean, you're, it scales with your max HP. He's, he's, he's a bruiser. He's an AP bruiser. Yeah. Um, you're going to be stacking a fuck ton of HP. <laughs> you could potentially 
build him full tank really like true I, true there there was like if you want to go oh, i mean they're gonna be changing sunfire but like people go the iceborne demonic embrace demonic is so fucking good on this dude uh rift maker is probably the best yep um i mean 30 percent if you have 5,000 hp that's a fucking lot um, <laughs> that's a lot a lot a just, lot yeah it's just, just deceptively tanky um and just yeah, yeah it's, it's, you, it, 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 when it gets to like mid to late game and you see this champion appear on your screen, it's like, get the fuck away from me. Please get the fuck away from me. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have any anything else to expand on that. I don't play new Mordekaiser. I feel like I'm garbage at it. So I used to play him a lot. Yeah, but I don't play top lane that much anymore, but that's fair. Yeah. Um, right, I also feel like he's not quite in the meta anymore at the moment. So he's like a very niche pick. Right. I feel like he'll come out every once in a while. Right. But um, all right, we'll move down to the E, the old E, original E, siphon of destruction. Uh, active deals magic damage to all enemies in the target direction. Wow. Fucking basic, bro. Uh, seventy to two fifty base with a sixty percent AP ratio. Uh, I remember that ability. I, um, it did. It was very weird. You would press E, and like, so it was always funny to see against like a minion wave because it would just bring these little maces from out of the ground real fast. They would just like pop up and hit whatever was in the way. I remember that, was in that, that range. Yeah. It was so fucking stupid looking, but it was funny. Um, they changed it to Siphon of Destruction V2. Um, active. Mordekaiser deals magic damage to all enemies in a cone in the target direction. Which was very similar to how the other one worked anyways. Generally, it was a cone. So, uh, well, the other one... Was the other one just targeted? It was... It was... It, was, it wasn't like a skill shot, it right? It was point and click. Yeah. yeah, so this one wasn't a point and click. Well, right. This was just an eight. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, for each enemy champion hit, Mordekaiser generates a bonus percentage of Iron Man shield. So... They just made it so you hit it, and then you get more of your shield back. Um, so if you hit more champions, you get more shield. So being in a fight, uh, obviously, is what they were trying to encourage you to do. So yeah, being in a fight right there was perfect for using this ability. Um, it had a relatively short cooldown, 6 to 5 seconds. I think it was the last ability you level up, just because the cooldown wasn't... You know, you're not getting much out of the cooldown. You're not getting much in the way of damage. It's not really a great damaging ability. It's more or less for the for the uh, Iron Man shield. Mm -hmm. um, it was actually kind of a booty skill in general. Uh, the magic damage it did was 35 to 155 base with a 60% AD ratio and a 60% AP ratio. And the bonus shield you would get was 15 to 25%. So the extra 10%, again, not really something to write home about in terms of leveling up. I would much rather <clears throat> level up Mace of Spades and Harvester of Sorrow first. Um, and then we look at his current E. Uh, still basic, but a lot less basic. <laughs> this one's called Death's Grasp. Passive, because, you know, every new champion has to have a passive and an active on one at least one ability. Uh, Mordekaiser gains magic penetration. Active. Mordekaiser summons a claw in the target direction that grants sight of the area. After one half second, it deals magic damage to enemies within and pulls them 250 units uh, in the direction of the claw when it comes back. So, it's kind of like uh, Swain's claw. Like, it, it goes and then it pull them back. Obviously, Swain, you have to reactivate to pull them. Um, but that's kind of how it works. The magic pen scales 5 to 15% based on level, which is huge. It's free penetration for a bruiser champion. That's just giving him more damage for free. 
Uh, magic damage is 80 to 140 with a 60% AP ratio. So again, the damage isn't to write home about, but this ability has way more use than any other iteration of his E, uh, which means that sure, it doesn't do a whole lot in terms of damage, but it gives you a whole lot literally everywhere else, including the displacement. Right. Hear me out. This ability is literally the AP version of Darius's E. Sure. Because Darius's E gives him armor pen. Right. Yeah, I'll buy and that. Both hooks. Uh, I feel like well, this one is a little bit better because this one, the claws, I guess you could count it as a skill shot because, like, you got to throw it out in an area. Darius is, like, you know, he's stand wherever he's standing. Right. But this ability is good because if you're getting ganked and getting chased, you can turn to run towards your turret, cast the ability, like, right on top of you. Right. And it'll go backwards, and it'll yank the targets away from you. Right, so. and you can even flash to the other side of that ability while doing that and create further um, gap for yourself. It's actually pretty gross if you can use it that way. It's a little bit more difficult. It's like using uh, Thresh Flay backwards. It can be a little bit more difficult, um, but with the, with enough practice, it's it's not that hard. Uh, and it Finally. will still pull, even if Mordekaiser dies. So that's that's something to think about as well. Um, so yeah, finally the, (laughs) the ulti, right? Let's go first iteration. Children of the grave. Children of the grave. Active Mordekaiser curses the target enemy champion, dealing them magic damage while healing for the damage done. He then applies the same effect to the target again over the next 10 seconds. If the target dies while cursed, their soul is enslaved as a controllable ghost with bonus attack damage for 45 seconds. While the ghost is active, the target grants Mordekaiser 25% their bonus health. Does not enhance the ghost bonuses and 30% their AP. Alright, so the initial damage was 12-17% to with a 2% per 100 AP of target's max health. Magic damage per second was 1.2-1.7%. to plus a 0.2% per 100% AP of target's maximum health. And then the ghost bonus AD was 25 to 100. Uh, let me, let's see. I think they were, was this literally the same thing except uh, the dragon? I think it is the same thing except for the dragon. Yeah, because you still got the um... healing. Yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. it might be a little different. Hold on. I'm trying to like, let me go back and forth with this. I need to check this. <clears throat> That's um, gonna be this, yeah. Uh, come on, stupid computer. Okay, hold on a second. Let me look <laughs> at this. Yeah. So okay. So it says dealing damage immediately, and then okay, right. So the second iteration, um, oh, passively dragon force. Why was it called dragon force? You know, why. Know, that. you know why. You know why. I don't know why. <laughs> you have all these classic rock bands and then Dragon Force. Okay. Well, what else are they um, going to do for a dragon, right? I know. I know. Uh, Mordekaiser's basic attacks and abilities curse the dragon for 10 seconds. We'll get that in a second. Uh, active. Mordekaiser curses the target enemy champion, dealing magic damage and healing himself for the same amount. This is where it differs. 25% of the damage and healing is applied instantly, while the other 75% is applied for over 10 seconds. I, maybe that is the same. It just was worded... Yeah, it could be worded a little bit differently. What's the number? Yeah, it's it, it probably made they probably said it like made wrote it like that to be a little more transparent. Right. Um, curse if Mordekaiser team scores an enemy champion take down as a cursed enemy, he temporarily enslaves their soul as a controllable ghost. Now, is that different if the target dies while cursed? Okay, so it's the same thing. It yep. doesn't say it's just a takedown. Okay. 
uh, enslaving the dragon will kill Mordekaiser's current ghost and prevent him from summoning a new one while it survives. Second active. While the ghost is active, children of the grave can be used to move them to the target location. Uh, so champion ghosts gain 100% of Mordekaiser bonus AD as bonus AD and 50% Mordekaiser's maximum health as bonus health. And while Mordekaiser has, an, has a champion enslaved, he gains 25% of their bonus health as bonus health and 30% of their AP as bonus AP. Dragon Ghost gain bonus range and modified movement speed. Let me tell you about the fucking dragon by Whoa. the motherfucking way. Um, so this here says it was global. It originally was not. Uh, so it's another reason he was played in the bot lane because the dragon's right there. But this shit was fucking insane. Like, oh yeah, let's just go kill the dragon and just casually walk mid for a fucking team fight or blow up that fucking turret because it's the fucking dragon. He does a massive fuck ton of damage. Like, I don't know why they made this innate. Like, I would think, make me have to cast it on the dragon. Like, give me a trade-off here. The, you know, that's that would have been a lot more fair, but no, there's no trade-off. You had this fucking dragon, and I think you could have the dragon for longer than... Or no, this says 10 seconds. I always felt like it was longer than 10 seconds. No, no, but... it's not 10 seconds. That's... it. That's just cursing it for 10 seconds. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, you, you can I think have it's the, the same. It's a, like, oh my ghost God. ration, there you go, 45 to 75 seconds. Yeah. I think it's the same. Bro, okay, okay, yeah, this thing... Let's <laughs> just walk around with the fucking dragon next to me. Yeah, come fight me, bitch. Come on. Literally can siege turrets like a motherfucker. It's, and, it's why it was 100% pick ban. <laughs> it was so fucking insane. It was sick as fuck, but like... Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And we didn't even go over the point, the fact that like... When you would control enemy champions as a ghost, there were so many fucking stupid interactions. I don't even know how many bugs there were. I just want to read this little piece to you. Um, <laughs> Mordekaiser might have been responsible for around 80% of all live bugs in League of Legends. There you go. <laughs> that was in his original two iterations. Like it was his, it was his pizza feet. <laughs> this champion was was broken. Um, uh, also, pretty insane. Uh, the fact that his the damage on his alt was twenty five to thirty five percent, plus four percent per one hundred AP of target's maximum health. Uh, I don't really, I don't know why it says bonus attack damage was zero to one fifty, and then negative fifty to five fifty. Yeah, I don't understand that. But when when um I believe it was when um when Runes Reforged came out, if you took Aerie on Mordekaiser and you had Leandries, old Leandries, and Rylice, so like you get the bonus damage when they're being slowed, I believe you could realistically one shot anybody because it would just keep reapplying the tick. Yep. And you would just burn them to death. Yep. And it, it was pretty gross. Yeah. Uh, Brokenchampion.com. <laughs> Point and click and you're just burning for... Yeah. 35% base of your <laughs> max health. And then 4% for 100. So it's... Yeah. 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 It's that, that's not even items. Nope. Landry's... Nope. Okay, whatever. Other, other yeah, it was, burning it was items. Yeah, it was broken. It was stupid as fuck. Uh, and then moving on to his current alt, which... Maybe... Maybe this was... But we didn't even think about this. This is a pretty impactful ulti. 
like compared to we were talking about Gragas and like Rumble. Oh yeah, this yeah. is pretty fucking insane. This, this is true. Yeah, we didn't even include this one in the in the list. We were saving it. About it. We were saving it. <laughs> Probably visually one of the coolest fucking ults in the game. Yes. Uh, Realm of Death active. Mordekaiser slows the target enemy champion by seventy five percent over the cast time, then banishes them with him to the Death Realm. I'd like to say Shadow Realm for seven seconds. So there is a cast time, meaning you can like dodge this ability. Yes. Uh, 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 Fiora Perry can get rid of this. I'm trying to think of another, um, Siver, yeah, Siver E. You just, or like, yeah, yeah. Anything that can like, it's a suppression, yes. right? So anything that can like disrupt the suppression. I mean, um, let's see guys. The, the target is displacement immune, crowd control immune or protected by a spell shield. Uh, the target, if it's a clone or a Scion's uh, passive, also cannot uh, be banished. Yes. Um, I just want to say, this guy can fucking send a pirate to another dimension, and all that pirate has to do is eat an orange. Yeah. And he's out. It says here, Realm of Death can be dispelled if the target uses a cleansing effect with the exceptions of Cleanse, Mikhail's Blessing, and Kled's Dismount. Uh, Soul Unbound's recast is disabled while in Realm of Death, but will cleanse it if somehow cast. That was a good one. You mentioned Kled. Like, when Kled gets dismounted, if if you cast this ulti right as Kled's about to be dismounted, as he, it, it'll get interrupted. Like, it won't go through. Right. Anything that's untargetable, like... Right. It's fucking stupid. I don't like that. Uh, also... It's half a second. <laughs> a little thing to note. Um, if... You're standing next to a bush and he casts this on you. If you run into the bush before it, it casts that too. It won't. Uh, he, he won't go on cooldown, but you won't go into the death realm. So he can still, if you're out of sight of him, grab you. Yeah. If you, if you, if you lose a sight. So even a graves W, um, Oh God. I think yeah. could, could, and now, like I said, it doesn't go on cooldown. It just doesn't affect. Uh, um, let's so see. let's see, let's go over. So seven seconds, you're banished. Which feels like an eternity, by the way. Like, you think seven seconds isn't that long, but I mean, like, when you think about Zonia's two and a half seconds, that feels like an eternity sometimes. Right. Seven seconds, you're gone. Yep. It feels uh, like you're and, there for fucking ever. And all enemy, all other enemies or allies, minions, whatever, fucking go bye-bye. So, what's really good about this is if you're trying to flip a Baron, trying to flip a Dragon, you just hold the enemy jungler, and it's, like, guaranteed that you should be able to get the Dragon. Or, or, or objective. Right. Uh, so Mordekaiser also consumes the target's soul for 7 seconds, healing himself for 10% of their max HP, and reducing their current, all their stats, uh, by 10%. In addition to gaining them for himself. So he, again, the whole drain tank, he gets much stronger. It's like a, there's a 20% like discrepancy, right? They right. lose 10, he gains 10. Uh, if the target dies while inside the death realm, Mordekaiser keeps their partial stats until they respawn. So late game, 50 second, 60 second death timers, you're going to be enhanced by 10% of your target. So like, unless you you have an auction on your team and you revive that person, that's, that's the thing, but you'd have to kill Mordekaiser to do that. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, units between realms see each other as spirits, considering each other dead and negating any interaction between each other. This one's weird because I feel like it, there's they don't like when you're you know you're kind of like 
you're kind of like watching them and you're kind of huddling around like when the death realm's going to end right i feel like the little ghost things don't match up sometimes they're like, i think they're slightly delayed intentionally kind of like using a sweeper on somebody in a bush like it's like a half second delayed from where they actually are mm-hmm. um, i mean that's, that's fair it's kind of trolly right. sometimes but uh well, it'd be, yeah, it'd be so pretty see, busted oh, if you knew exactly where Mordekaiser was going to be. If he was, like, the enemy, then you, gotta, you could just jump. Like, you got to get him some way of getting out, you know what I mean? But. Um, Mord- only Mordekaiser and his target will enter the realm. Other champions cannot follow. Everything that occurs inside the Death Realm is hidden to units outside of it, and all pets still inside are killed at the end. If one of the two affected champions leave the Death Realm because of having died or having it dispelled, the other will do as well. Yep. Yeah, you can't get trapped uh, in there by yourself. Just like, oh my god! I guess this will tie into. Is there anything else you want to talk about this? Because like, I was gonna mention the ulti based on what skin you're using is fucking insane. Oh no! Yeah, no, go go. Because like, it'll match into what's whatever your favorite Mordekaiser skin is. Right. Um, I just the 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 project Mordekaiser ulti is so fucking sick. Let me see. Let me bring it up here. I do just want to uh, want to note that we were totally wrong about the skill names. Apparently, they still reference metal songs or bands. Okay. Uh, obl- so what do we got? Obliterate is a grindcore band from Kosice in Germany, I think. Um, Where is this? Is this lid like listed in the trivia? Yeah, at the bottom. Uh, okay. Indestructible, the song by Disturbed. Uh, <laughs> Dark. <laughs> Darkness Rise could be referencing the song Atlas Rise by Metallica or The Rise of Darkness by Immortal. Um, Realm of Death referencing Beyond the Realms of Death by Judas Priest. And Mordekaiser's Mace Nightfall uh, is by Blind Guardian. Not as cool. Not as cool as the originals. Um, Apparently there there must have been alternate names, maybe in alternate languages, because... Mace of Spades also is called Morgenstern, which is Morningstar by <laughs> Romstein. Okay. Um, there was Harvester of Sorrow by Metallica, Creeping Death by Metallica, Symphony of Destruction by Megadeth, The Prisoner by Iron Maiden. So that must have been like the like an original. And then obviously there's Dragon Force on there too. I didn't see The Prisoner, but maybe The Prisoner was the second part of, because it's got an icon next to it. That looks like it was the second part of uh, Children of the Grave, the second iteration. So yeah, it must have been the the uh, that soul was the prisoner. So yeah, all right. Best Mordekaiser song go. Mordekaiser or, skin uh, skin. Yeah, so, I'm gonna say song of oh, shit. Um, that's a ugh, that's a good question. I mean, Pentakill's pretty good. Project's pretty fucking solid. And so is Dark Star. Like it's hard to choose there. Um, let's see. Dragon Knight's okay, and I like the Old Infernal better. Um, I really am between Dark Star and and like Pentakill, and not Pentakill V two, but or not Lost Chapter, but like original Pentakill. I think is just fucking badass. I'm 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 gonna, I'm gonna go with that. He's just so inhumanly huge in that skin. Mm-hmm. At least yeah, I think right. <laughs> uh, King of Clubs might be the worst one. It's okay. You know what? I'm not bad at King of Clubs, actually. I, I think that uh, like either Infernal or, or Dragonite is worse, or even Lord. I think King of Clubs is is actually, well, A, because he uses basically a giant fucking club. I think it's kind of cool. But he's a golden suit of armor. It's just a total different look for him. Uh, he doesn't look so 
um, deathly. He looks more, um, more like a beacon of light. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I gotta say, Dark Star like Dark Star is so project good too. is it's, fucking great. Yeah, Dark Star is so. Good. Actually, I like the Dark Star skin line in general. I think it's just a super solid skin line. So, um, the heart. I don't. I don't know. I. I don't know what the best skin is. Really, it's it's tough to say. But well, um, um, yeah, that's it. You yeah. know, I had one more thing, and it's kind of like a. I'm sure you've heard me say this, but like. My man says, "Iron stands eternal." <laughs> no, Iron Russ, buddy. Is Iron Russ, and will eventually. It's like, dude, I don't know. Well, you know, though, iron is like the the metal that gets used the most across all uh, civilizations of the world in history. Okay, so there there is there is something to be said in that regard. Now, eternal, I don't know, but like, is it the most common metal that civilizations have used? Sure. Um. Also, we can't forget to mention that he was the Hue Master. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was like we didn't mention it at the beginning with with the with the first iteration, but he was the Hue Master. He was trolly as fuck. But um, yeah, beyond that, I got nothing else to add, man. Yeah, that's it. That's uh, that was a long one. He took a while, but I, yeah, I'm glad you guys. Uh... If you're still listening, thanks for sticking around. <laughs> but that is it, guys. Worlds ends tomorrow. Preseason's coming up. It's gonna be big. Um Yeah, that's you know, we'll be back next week. Yes. I don't know what we're doing, but we'll be back next week. Uh, maybe we'll talk and... about FanFest. We're, we're thinking about going to FanFest uh right. uh for Worlds too. So we might we might have some uh, fun stuff to talk about that. But for now, guys, thanks for joining us. Like, follow on the socials. Wherever they are, or wherever I am on the screen, they're somewhere over here. Uh, Drop some comments down (laughs) below. Uh, Tell me what your favorite Morkaiser skin is. All right, guys. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week. Later, y'all. How's it going, everybody? My name is Dean. And my name is Tyler. Patch. 13.7 13.7 is here. Um, pretty, I think this is like the first patch. I haven't read the little spiel they usually do, but I think this is the first patch that's like for MSI because we got about a month. Uh, I think like a month. And a, no, is it the beginning of May? I don't fucking know. I, do, I don't know. <laughs> the schedule is always all over the place. I can never keep it straight. Ah, it here we go. Shows up uh, MSI play in uh, May 2nd through the 7th. Bracket stage, the 19th through the 14th, and the 16th to the 20th, and then the finals are on May 21st. Okay, so it's going to be here really fast. Nice, okay. nice. Um, Yeah, uh, we're going to get really quick. We've got a few things before we get into the patch notes. Uh, right here, uh, we know we're always doing our thing about the, saying our thing about the YouTube channel. Yeah. Come through, check out all the shorts, guys. We're, we're putting, we're trying to get, I'm trying to get at least one out a day. Um. So come through and, and take a look at them. Give them a like. Let us know what you guys are thinking. Um, and then the full uh, gameplays. Uh, we got another one coming out this Saturday. It was from the same stream as that Ramus gameplay. Um, I think this one's on Vi. I think this was the one where you and uh, Purple were kind of arguing with each other. We're and it was fucking funny. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> it was. It was funny. 
All in good good nature, though. So it wasn't good. It wasn't like yeah, it was an angry argument. It was just bickering. Yeah, and yeah. So other than that, uh, also wanted to give a quick announcement. You know, we're talking about our hundred and fiftieth episode coming up, and we want to do a special giveaway stream, like interactive stream. So uh, everyone, get out your your pens and papers and write this down. Put it on your chalkboards. Put it on whatever the fuck you're using. Um, chalkboard, dude. Chalkboards. Um, <laughs> Saturday, April 15th, uh, we are going to do a stream to celebrate that. Um, well, there will be giveaways. We'll be giving away RP uh, throughout the course of the stream. Probably stream for like four or five hours. Um, the one thing we really want to do, and we've been talking about this for a while, is Tyler and I really want to cast some games. We want to cast full-on 5v5 games. Um, yep. So, what I need all of you to do, if you want to participate, and also, um, depending on how many teams we can make, uh, there will be uh, another prize for the winning team. Uh, it'll be a little bit more than the normal like giveaway prizes, whatever the fuck we do. So, if you feel like winning some RP and being competitive, and most importantly, you want to hear our uh, game analysis and shoutcasting. I don't know how fucking good it's going to be, but it'd be entertaining. Um, come on over here to the Discord uh, in the link tree in the description. Join the Discord channel. Come over here. Um, if you want to be like, I guess, like a team captain, if you want to volunteer yourself as a team captain, uh, come over to the suggestions tab and create a new post and be like, hey, I want to be a captain. And then you need, you know, you can recruit people or people can volunteer to be on your team. Right. We really want to do this, guys. So please make this make this possible. Yes, and we need two Crapitanos. So, um, those or more, of you that or are more. If there's that, more, if we get enough people. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. If we can get more than that, great. We'll organize a whole mini tournament. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I would love to see you guys Saturday, April fifteenth. It'll be PS time. It'll probably be like. 11 a.m., 12 p.m., uh, PST. So, yes. Kind of right, right at noon. Time, so, uh, Calientes, I do apologize. You'll probably be sleeping. <laughs> but we'll be here. So, uh, throw it on the calendar. As Dean said, your chalkboard, whatever yep. it is you're writing down on, mark it down. We'll be here live and ready to go for you. We will be saying, or I'll be saying um, this every episode until then just to remind people all the time. But uh, if you guys have any other questions, come in, come in the discord that's on screen right now and either message myself or Tyler and we'll clear up whatever the, whatever you need and we'll give yeah. you more information. Also just come into the discord in general. Uh, there's, we do announcements uh, whenever I'm streaming. Uh, I, you know, announce to everybody that, that they want to come play or just watch. Um, and then other information that comes out, just come in the discord Guys, we want to we want to grow our community, and it's growing slowly but surely, and we, we we just love to have you guys in there. So, absolutely. But yeah, other than that, let's do it. Let's get into patch thirteen point seven. Yeah, there's a lot of changes, a lot of nerfs, um, a handful of buffs, a couple adjustments, and some systems changes. Looks like uh, grievous wounds and catalyst items are getting. Uh, Bit of a change, and then there's some more April Fool's skins coming. Maybe, okay. Uh, good. <laughs> One thing. <laughs> that April Fool's event was the stupidest shit ever. It was boring. It. You didn't even play it. You did not miss anything. I loaded into one blind pick, and I was held hostage for 40 minutes because my team 
I, no one was like, sh- okay, what? There what was, was special about it. They had like hex gates on random places of the map. They had a bunch <laughs> of poros just running around. They, as you get kills, go on killing sprees. You start stacking hats on top of yourself. <laughs> what is that, April Fools? I don't know. I don't understand. I, I it was boring as shit. All right, I'm a little mad. It's okay. <laughs> but it it was it was not an event. I mean, it was like 3 days, but I don't I'm no one plays blind pick, guys. I know. I feel like they were just trying to get people to play blind pick. You want you want to know how bad it was? A lot of people don't play blind pick. This is how bad it was. So, I played one game. I got out, and then I was like, "Huh." And I went to queue up again. The queue timer, the first time I got into queue to play the actual game was 1 minute. After I finished that game, I just queued up again. It was four and a half minutes. Jesus. No one's fucking playing that shit, guys. Jesus. No one was playing it. Congratulations, Rito, for a failed game mode. Just just give us Nexus Blitz. I don't know what's so hard about that. Can't. But all right. They can't do that. They'll give us Earth four times a year, but they can't (laughs) do that. Okay. Patch. Champions. Champions. All right, let's start off quick and easy with the Moo Cowboy, Alistair. Um, I know that he's getting some buffs, and I do understand that on ARAM, you just build Alistair with Heartsteel and just stack health. It's disgusting because his heal is disgusting. Um, but let's see. They are giving him a base armor and a base health increase. So his base armor is going to go up by 3 from 44 to 47. His base health is going to go up by 15 from 670 to 685. They're just trying to give him a little bit more oomph in the early game where he tends to struggle against those ranged and enchanter-based supports. That's pretty big. I mean, I didn't realize his armor... I mean, I'm I'm assuming it's because he's a melee champion. His armor's a little bit higher. I think so, Um, probably. But yeah, 47 at level 1. That's a lot. Most champions are like 40 for that. Plus whatever, you know, if you take armor and you're... um, I don't even know what the fuck the name of it. Where you get like plus armor, magic resist, or whatever. Well, I call them little sub runes, but whatever they are. Okay. No, that's big. Um, I feel like we haven't. Have we seen Alistair? We saw Rel this past week. I think um, who he was playing it, and that was the first time I've seen Rel, at least in pro play, in a hot minute. So maybe maybe the the melee supports are coming back. I like seeing aside from like Leona. Leona's was like every fucking game last year. Right. Uh, Give me some Alistair. Or no Nautilus. Nautilus doesn't count. Nautilus is useless as shit. Give me Alistair. Uselessness. <laughs> All right, let's move on down to Annie. Um, no, side note about Annie: we discovered how OP. Maybe it's just because it's Aram. How OP that molten shield like damage the like the thorns yeah. aspect. That shit hurts. We're playing an Aram, <laughs> and we're just slinging abilities at this or whoever is we're just taking damage we're like what is this it was it was her what is chunking me and i was like oh the molten shield they added the ability damage on it last time that shit hurts it it felt strong and i hadn't experienced it but uh annie's been all over pro play too so uh let's see they are uh increasing the cooldown on her e and then the shield value is getting decreased so pretty pretty big hit to Support Annie. Uh, the cooldown was 12 to 8 seconds. Now it is 12 to 10 seconds. And the shield amount was 60 to 220 with a 40% AP ratio. Now it is 60 to 200, keeping that 40% AP ratio. Wow. Uh, so it's small. They, I mean, it says they 
people are maxing it first. But, I mean, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. But we're hitting it a little bit with the base numbers, so. For sure, for sure, for sure. We'll probably still see her. Yeah. I haven't actually played her support, and I haven't seen her support, and I don't know if it's just because she's been banned a lot, but um, I haven't had a chance to actually throw down with some Annie, so maybe that's what's to do on the next patch here. <clears throat> I think she's still going to be strong, like you said, so. Okay. Uh, Azir is next on the list. He's got a whole slew of changes here, and um, on there. <laughs> I did see Four some comments paragraphs. on Reddit. I did see some comments on Reddit, if you haven't read this yet. You'll you'll see what's so fucking funny about this. So, go ahead. so let me let me read the what they did, and then I'll just give you a quick little overview here. So, uh, base armor increased, attack speed growth increased, passive duration and cast range increased, Q mana cost increased, stab range decreased, W damage increased, mana cost now decreases with rank. New recommended skill order. Please max W now. Please max W now. Also, please max W now. In summary, please max W now. Okay. Yeah, base read, stats. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> base armor nineteen. Uh, it's gonna go up to twenty two. So he's getting he's getting a three armor buff, just like Alistair. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> attack speed growth from five percent. Now it's gonna be six percent. Uh, the passive Sharima's legacy. This is the sun disc. Uh, duration was thirty seconds. It's now forty five seconds. And the cast range was five hundred. It is now seven hundred. That must have been a useless ass fucking cast. Is what's uh? I'm looking at what normal turret range is. Uh, I have no idea. Is it not 750. Okay. Wow, it was only 500? That's nothing. That's dog shit. Okay. Uh, Q, Conquering Sands. Mana cost was 65 to 85. It's now 70 to 110. That's fucking huge. Uh, stab range was 370. It's now 325. So that's huge. You're losing basically all Teemo. <laughs> uh, w, Arise. Magic damage was 0 to 110 based on level. Plus 50 to 90, plus 55% AP. It's now 0 to 92 based on level. Plus 50 to 118, <clears throat> plus 55% AP. Note, assuming W max, <laughs> this is a damage per hit buff that scales from 0 to 10 by level 11 and then stays there. Okay. Uh, mana cost was 40 at all ranks. It's now 40, scaling down to 20. So yeah, max this ability first. Uh, and this is miscellaneous recommended skill order. The game will not recommend maxing W first. I, I I get they're trying to be funny, but that's really fucking annoying. Like, Riot, look at my eyes right now. Don't you ever fucking tell me how to max my abilities on champions, okay? You can't tell me what to do? Like, obviously, they're nerfing the shit. His Q is getting nerfed, and the W is like... But, like, that's just so weird. They're like... I feel like Azir is becoming a champion right now where it's a Ziri problem, it's a Yumi problem. They don't know what to do with him. Well, I think I think the difference with Azir, though, is, like, low elo people suck at the champion. If you're, like, not diamond, you probably suck at this champion. If you are diamond, you're probably half decent, you know, and above, you're half decent. He really is a pro play champion, though, because he's... No, for sure. He definitely has a high skill cap. Um... I would say his skill cap is similar to that of like a Lee Sin. Um, but you got to have some mechanical ability to be able to pull it off and like understand your damage spikes as well. Because his damage spikes are like w when you should go in and whatnot and when you should use like your E to get the shield or whatever versus just does it still knock people up? I don't even remember. His what? His R? His E? Is it the his E that pulls through? Uh, the E pulls through. It doesn't knock anybody up, though. Okay. I think it used to knock up, but they, they have the shield still if you pass through somebody. So, um, 
yeah, just knowing when to do it, and then obviously the shuffle into the ulti is is pretty fucking huge too. So he definitely has some mechanical uh, playability that you got to learn. And if you can master this champion, you should be able to climb pretty fucking easily because he's disgustingly strong. So they want you to. So obviously, I was re-looking at this because I remember they they got rid of the attack speed passive on his W. As you rank right. that up, it used to give like passive attack speed. Right. Uh. So that was gone. I I do remember. So they want you to max this first. I wonder if like, because I remember people were trying to build Nasher's Tooth, and I believe Nasher's Tooth's passive the the extra like AP on Not auto it. or it mm-hmm. didn't work with his soldiers like that. Oh, so I'm not to, sure. I thought like Nasher's Tooth that was like a I don't like core item, right? I don't think it ever worked. But I'm I'm just curious. I mean, Asher's two still gives you a fuck ton of. I mean, 100 AP. Yeah, no, for and sure. 15 ability haste and the attack speed still good for him. Whether or not you get the passive, but obviously you would like to be um, efficient with your purchases. Assuming W. Okay, I, I I maybe I'm just annoyed that they're trying to like force uh, a skill order. <laughs> it's just kind of lame. It's just I don't know. Who wrote this article? Riru probably. Oh, Riru. Yeah. All right, buddy. We'll we'll see. How about this? I'll play Azir tomorrow, and I'll let you know if this was a good change or not. I think this is the first season where there's only one person who's writing the articles. Usually, it's like two or three. Oh, we know. We know. So no, no, for sure. Like you, we can tell by all the typos. But it's like I don't know. Like I, I figured they would change that after a while. But nah, Riru, you're in this one by yourself, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, moving on to Graves. Uh, passive criticals bonus increased. Our cooldown decreased early. Passive, uh, New Destiny. Critical strike bonus per pellet was 20%. Now it's 30%. And then our collateral damage cooldown was 120 to 60. Now it's 100 to 60. Wow. This is pretty good because I'm pretty sure you still build... I, I've seen people still build like um, Eclipse and Gore Drinker on mm-hmm. him just because his range is so low. So he's able to get in there and actually get the Gore Drinker active. He's basically a melee champion. Yeah. Um, so I like this trying to buff up his crit damage. Uh, 10% extra. I shit. I'll, I'll do that. I've always been Fuck a. It. I've always liked playing uh, crit graves. So. Little, little chance action on the graves. Yeah. I All like right. that. I like that. All right, coming up next, we got Callista. Uh, attack damage growth increased, passive ceremony duration decreased. Callista now forced to channel. Okay, so base stats, attack damage growth was 3.5. It's going to go to 3.75. Her passive, the Oath Sworn Bond. The Oath Sworn, Oath Sworn Ceremony Duration was 12 seconds. Now it's 8 seconds. This begins when Callista activates her black speak. speak? <laughs> it's supposed to say spear. It says speak. Um... And it says, new, ride together, channel together. Callista is now forced to channel on the Black Spear while her Oath Sworn is reviving. Oh, that's cool, because, yeah, it's always shitty when you're playing with the Callista. You're like, why can't I move? And then you're dying, but it takes for fucking ever to die. Like, you just can't move, and then all of a sudden you're dying. It's like, Jesus Christ, I didn't even click this fucking thing. So. Yeah, there's a lot of the times I, like... It feels like it was glitched or something. Yeah, or, like, I know there's, like, a sound... And she says, like, the oath has been yeah. given. And, like, there's, like, a gong or something. Yep, but yep. There have been times, especially, like, in ARAMs, where you I'm like, why shit. can't I move? Oh, I have a Callista. 
Yep. Okay. Yep. So like, oh, guess... you're choosing me? Because <laughs> I don't think I don't think you. Does she choose you? I thought you had. I thought it was like a mutual thing. No, she she chooses you because she has an she has that spear item. Right. Right. It's all it's all on her. So she could potentially choose someone that didn't want to be her Osworn. Yeah. It's gotta so. be like, right. Can we just talk about being like mutual with these things? Like, can we need consent? Okay, I need yeah. consent to be Callista's Osworn. I also need consent before you try to fart in my face, right? <laughs> I oh. almost just spit out my fucking water. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, bring us down Jesus to Katarina, Christ. dude. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <clears throat> Jesus Christ! Oh, okay. That definitely just happened. Okay. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Katarina, passive AP ratio increased. Our base AD ratio decreased. Attack speed scaling increased. Oh, Wonderful. Fuck me. Okay. Passive veracity. Sinister steel dagger. Magic damage was 68 to 240 based on level. Plus 60% bonus AD. Plus 65 to 95%. Levels 1... 6, 11, and 16 AP. Now it is 68 to 240 based on level with keeping that 60% bonus AD. But the uh, magic damage, the AP, is now 70 to 100 level uh, percent based uh, levels 1, 6, 11, and 16. Uh, and then the Death Lotus physical damage per dagger was 18% plus 30% per 100 bonus attack speed bonus AD. Jesus Christ. And then now, now it is 16%, but it's 50% per 100 bonus attack speed Jesus. bonus CD. She has so many fucking, too much scaling with right. like, like different sources. That's um, done. I, I appreciate, I, I, I obviously I don't like Katarina, especially if they're, if, if the person's really good at them. Cause you just can't stop her. Um, oh, for sure. I just absolutely hate her bruiser builds, which Again, like on ARAM, just run rampant. Fucking heart. Just, I guess, assassins in general on ARAM, just like Akali and and, and Katarina building heart steel is just stupid. Or uh, AD LeBlanc on fucking <laughs> dude, ARAM. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty bad. But I, I, Katarina just does too much damage and is allowed to build way too safe. Um, I would have liked to see maybe they knock down her AD ratios. Um, at least for the passive with them bumping the AP ratios, they're kind of like incentivizing, Hey, build more AP. So it's like now with the R changes with the extra attack speed scaling, um, they're probably, you're probably going to want to build Nasher's tooth. Like no matter what now. Yeah. Um, I know she's still, cause the ulti applies on hit, right? I think that's what yep. that fuck. Oh my God. It's just I think so it applies on hit, but I think it applies at, does it apply it's at 33% effectiveness? Yeah. Or was it lifesteal? No, it is. Okay, yeah, it is. No, I think it is 33%. It's either 33 or 66%. Let's check it out. I just. Wall wiki katata fish. It's okay, dude. Just CC her. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, uh huh. It probably is 33%. Maybe I was thinking of Samira's lifesteal on her ulti, which I think is 66 I don't even see it fucking saying in here. Uh, you know what? I think it applies at a 
Oh, oh, wait, wait, okay, yeah, there you go. On hit, attack, or on attack slash on hit effectiveness is 30, and then it goes up to 40% at max rank. Right, okay, it scales. Why it scales? The world may never know. This is too much. She has too yeah, much going for her. Right. Mm. But don't don't tell that to a Katarina main, dude. They'll freak out. I'll tell it right to their face. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit, shit, shit. Anyways, Kha'Zix is next on the list. Uh, Q isolation uh, Q isolation range requirement decreased. Uh, w slow decreased. Slow versus isolated targets decreased. And R buff duration increased. So is the Q isolation range requirement decreased mean that you get bigger range? It's almost like a double negative, right? Yeah, I'm, I wasn't... I scanned no. through this one, and I was, was not... It says this is an adjustment. So, so this... This definitely says here, isolation range was 425, it's now 375, so you're losing a whole Teemo in range for isolation. Oh, no, no, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, because it's like a double negative. Because if they're within 375 units of another friendly champion or friendly unit, then it's not isolated. But if they're... Now that they're dropping that by 50 fucking units, yeah, so yeah. they could be closer and you still get your isolation damage. Okay. So it's a, bu it's a buff. That's a buff. Okay. Uh, the W Void Spike, the Evolve Slow was 60%. It's going to go down to 40%. And the Evolve Slow against Isolated Targets was 90 It's going to go down to 75%. <laughs> so that's a big difference there. You're not going to be able to keep them slowed uh, as much. <laughs> Excuse me. And then the R Void Assault, the buff duration was 10 seconds. It's now 12 seconds. So you can recast it, I think, a second time. And that's um, that's the duration. Yeah. Unless unless you uh, upgrade your ulti, your ult, upgraded ulti I believe gives you three charges. Yes. And then yeah, so you have an extra two seconds to like hold on to. You're yep. using it. cool. That's that's not bad. That's not bad. Right. Uh, all right, Lee Sin. Oh, peace in. Let's go. Uh, base eighty decreased. Base armor decreased. Okay. Uh, base attack damage was sixty eight. Now it's sixty six. Base armor is thirty six. Now it's thirty four. Not much else to say about that. Tell me about Olaf. Broloff, passive attack speed reduced early. Q base damage decreased. Uh, all right, passive attack speed on Berserker's Rage. <clears throat> it was 60 to 100% based on level. It's now 50 to 100% based on level. That's when uh, you get lower. The lower health you are, the faster he attacks, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, and then Q undertow. That's the axe throw. Uh, physical damage was 70 to 270. Plus 100% bonus AD. It's now 65 to 265. So you're losing 5 AD on the uh, base damage of that. Or 5 base damage, sorry. When are they uh, going to change his W name? Never. Yeah, they really want you out. to tough it out, dude. No muff too tough. All right. Uh, like, it just bot You have Berserker's Rage, which is like essentially like tough it out, like get stronger when you're lower, which is like, to me, like kind of the definition of like tough it out. Channel your inner strength, right? And then you have tough it out. It's like, but like I, we couldn't get more creative. I think I feel like um, obviously the W is just like a it's an attack speed server and it gives you a shield. But like, right. I haven't heard like flowers or anybody like be like no oh, one's oh, saying oh. that ability name. <laughs> no, no one's saying that ability name. Right? It's so <laughs> dumb. Uh, oh, Olaf, pop in, tough it out. Like at least with Kazix, he has any pops the void assault yeah, or right. what? You know what I mean? Like. Tough it out. Stupid. Stupid. Uh, Ramus. Uh, Ram, w Ram. armor scaling decreased. Bonus armor of the W was 35 plus 40 to 100% of his total armor. Now it is 35 
but is scaling 40 to 80% of your total armor. I keep wow. going back to that uh, Ramus game on the YouTube. Go sub to the channel, guys. Um, I with that one with, actually picked up a lot of views too. It did. Um, it hitting late game with Jack Show full items. I got fourteen hundred and was it sixty armor? Yeah, that's. I didn't even know that. Shout out to uh, Calientes. He was watching that stream and he was the one that told me that. But like fourteen, I don't even want to know how much damage like. I don't think you can reduce 100% damage. It probably was like 99% physical damage. Yeah, when, probably. Uh, that's fucking insane. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I guess it's fair. This is like, I feel like Ramus is just solo queue. You're not going to see this guy in pro play. No, he's too easy to counter in pro play. He oh, it, he's, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. He He's he's labeled uh, average play iron to gold. Yeah. Damn it. Okay. That's good for me, though. Uh <laughs> Sakajuani, next on the list. The the boar lady. Uh, passive damage cap against monsters decreased. Q cooldown increased. And R cooldown increased. They're tired of seeing Sakajuani just rule the jungle. So they said, fuck her. And nerfed her. So, passive fear of the north. The damage cap against epic monsters was 300. It's now 250. The Q, arctic assault. This is the boar dash. Uh, cooldown was 18 to... Excuse me, to 12 seconds. It's now 19 to 13 seconds. The ulti, Glacial Prison, was 120 to 80 seconds. It's now 130 to 90 seconds. Yeah, we're seeing Sejuani all over the place. Uh, she's pretty free to play, at least. Like, usually, if you have at least another melee or two, it's you're golden. So, it's really good on those teams where you have an Olaf. Right. To tough it or out. A, uh, yeah, exactly. To tough it out. Or a Kled. Actually, Kled's been pretty good on this last patch. Just nobody's playing him. Just throw that out there. If you like playing Kled, you should continue playing him. His his competitors are getting nerfed. So Right. All right, moving on to Thresh. Uh, cool. Uh, Q cooldown refunded on its hit decreased. All right, here we go. Big, big nerf. Dude, this was, this was literally so broken. And, like, especially in ARAM, but, like, you just, like, you didn't have to play well as Thresh. You could fucking int your life out all the way until you fucking get level 11. Once you have max rank Q and you get into team fights, you're just dropping a hook onto hook onto hook onto hook so repetitively. Because it was on, I think it's a six second cooldown with his, like, base items at max rank or whatever. Mm -hmm. And if you hit somebody, you were getting three seconds back. And that started once, um, if you pop the second Q or, or let it expire, then it would start cooling down. But on three seconds, that's so fucking fast. You just throw out another fucking hook. Just throw out another fucking hook. You just, if you kept hitting stuff, you could just keep throwing them. And it was disgusting and frustrating as all hell to play against. I think he's still pretty. I think not... this is still good. Two seconds. I mean, you're only nerfing one second off the cooldown. So it's not terrible, but it's definitely a little bit better. It gives you an opportunity to get away. I think he's, he's still, still, I would say, champ. like an S plus pick. Like, he's just so fucking good. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Vagar. He's next on the list. A lot of Vagar bots were everywhere. Um, okay. Excuse me. So, the Q AP ratio now scales with level. WAP ratio now scales with level. The E visual effects are adjusted. The R AP ratio now scales with level. Okay. So, the Q Baleful Strike was 60% at all ranks. It's now 45 to 65%. Uh, Dark Matter was 100% at all ranks. It's now 70 to 110. So that's cool. 
You get a little buff at the end there. Uh, same thing with Baleful Strike, you get a little buff at the end. Uh, Event Horizon. It says, Sneaky Stuns. Vagar can no longer hide his EV effects from enemies by placing it inside certain walls. That's pretty buggy, if you ask me. And then the R Primordial Burst was 75% at all ranks. It's now 65, scaling up to 75 at level 16. So he can't execute you as easily as early. And I think that's just targeted for the bot lane because you're not building really MR down there. Even if you are playing against him, it's hard to fit MR into your build early on as an ADC. Uh, so by nerfing his damage, you're kind of mock building MR, if that makes sense. Right, and it also makes sense just because you're sharing a lane with someone, you're not going to be leveling up as quick. Right. Um, which, you know, it's it's a fine uh, trade-off. Get a little more mm -hmm. extra damage late game. He's a late game champion, so it right. give him a little more power there, take away some early game power. You just want to farm anyways, right? Right, and he's a champion that if you can abuse him, he becomes difficult to, to actually pilot if you're if you're if you're playing him. So um, they're just giving you more opportunity to kind of abuse him and be like, yeah, you know, you can't just take over a game by putting yourself on the bot lane and getting free stacks. So especially because there's two champions down there, so you have double the opportunity to earn stacks. And you mm -hmm. don't have to solely rely on farming. So okay, moving on to Vi. Uh, Q base damage decreased. AD ratio increased, E base damage decreased, AD ratio, AP ratio increased. Uh, I'm going to take a guess because in pro play, everyone is building Radiant Virtue with her still. Yep. And let's see, Vi's currently beating up the pro play. Yep. Still one of my favorite champions. Uh, this is actually a buff for me because I love playing AD Vi. Like, not like, like lethality, Eclipse, one shot, no. check out my YouTube channel, like AD Vi, but like Triforce Vi. Wait, 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 wait. But check out my YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> according to the Pod, search it. There you go. Um, there you go. Right there. So let's see. Q Vault Breaker. Minimum physical damage was 55 to 155 with a 70% bonus AD ratio. Now it is 45 to 145 with an 80% bonus AD ratio. And then the maximum was 110 to 310, 140% bonus AD ratio. Now it is 90 to 290 with 160%. Bonus AD ratio. So remember, you hold that Q down, the more damage you do. More damage. Big news. More damage. All right. And then the E, Relentless Force, physical damage was 10 to 90 with a 110% AD ratio, 90% AP ratio. Now it is 5 to 65 with a 120% AD ratio and a 100% AP ratio. I think also this is a good thing because at least in pro play, um, and it kind of combines with like when Black Cleaver got buffed a while ago. People were maxing her W because the W gives you passive attack speed. Mm -hmm. And people weren't maxing the E as much. Uh, I'd probably want to go back to maxing E now. Second. The E's the shred, right? No, the W's the shred. Oh, okay. What? The E is the, the AoE punch. The AoE punch. Okay, 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 okay. So yeah, it's 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 going to hit I a little bit harder. I was thinking the same ability. Okay. Yeah, it's weird because like the base damage is so low, but then the scaling is really fucking high, so... Yeah, it does. And it's yeah. total AD. So yeah, it's just adding extra damage to your to your auto attack, right? Yep. So I'm I'll probably go back to yeah. Maybe Sunderer is still probably good. So Sunderer, you could be gross. No, don't do that. I'm not even gonna say don't that. Don't even say it. Move on to Wukong. <laughs> Wukong the monkey his champion has been actually all over pro play right now too. Um, I haven't seen him too much in our games, but yeah, I think he's still a strong champion. But they're nerfing him here. Base attack damage decreased. W cooldown adjusted. E bonus attack speed decreased uh attack damage is going to go from 68 to 66 
Let's slow him down just a little bit in the jungle. Uh, w, Warrior Trickster. Uh, cooldown was 22 to 12 seconds. It's now 22 to 14 seconds. Um, and then E, the Nimbus Strike. The bonus attack speed was 40 to 60%. It's now 35 to 55%. Not much to say there. He's just going to bonk you a little bit less hard. Yeah, but, a little less frustrating with his invisibility, too. Right, right. That thing, like... I feel like people that play Wukong are also good at playing, like, uh, Shaco and, and Champions of Clones. Uh -huh. Because they're very good at um, just sitting there and making you think it's a clone. Especially with Wukong. Like, the, I know a common thing with him is, like, you just don't move and just auto-attack. Like, you turn your, your auto-attacking on when things are in the vicinity. And you can just, like, stand there and not move and auto-attack. And by not moving, you're inherently scaring your lane opponent into thinking that you've gone invisible and that you're flanking them. So, like, it can be kind of frustrating because it's already kind of a mind game with him as it is. But, uh, yeah, be a little bit less often so you can feel a little bit better about it. All right, moving on to Yasuo. Now, this is something we both saw. And yeah. it seems a little problematic. But let's see. Passive shield stronger at later levels. They don't even mention anything about the E. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, passive <laughs> Way of the Wanderer shield amount uh, was 100. Why did they. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Why don't they. Why do they say... write out every yeah. fucking level? Because that's, that's oh all 18 God. levels, right? I'm assuming. Is, is there 18 here? 1, 2, 3, 4, <laughs> 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Okay, 100 to 475 levels 1 through 18. Why, do Why have... they couldn't figure that out? Is it scale? Oh, you know why? It's because it scales not linear, not linearly. 100 to 105 to 110 to 115 to 120, then 130, 140, 150, 160, 170, 180, 200, 220, 250, 290. It ramps up a lot more toward the end. That's it's why they didn't still, write it out. They're but. still dumb. I don't know. Okay. So let's see. Uh, the passive shield mount was 100 to 475. Now it is 100 to 575 just because, you know, Yasuo just needs more shields. Um, and then the E sweeping blade damage, uh, increase per stack was 25% of E's base damage. Now it is 15 to 25% of E's total damage scales linearly levels one through 18, but the maximum stack amount, it was two. Now it is four. So, okay. He, so he, in order to get the most, uh, damage out of it, he really has to dash through a lot of, uh, and you know, the Oswo players love dashing. Yeah, they do. Uh, yeah, I, they do. Is this needed? I don't know. It's kind of a slight adjustment there. Because, like, you don't just get it off the double dash. Like, you have to actually zoom around to get it. And so, like, if, if you're maybe fighting on his side, he's not going to be able to stack through it. I don't know. <laughs> I know it doesn't do... The E doesn't... You're not using it for damage. You're using it for positioning anyways, so... Yeah, I don't know. Let's move down to Zeri, uh, a champion that we haven't seen on a patch note in actually a little bit of time. Um, or at least in a, any significant um, way. So she's going to get a health growth decrease, a passive shield absorption decrease, and R AD scaling decrease. Overall nerfs. So health growth was 115. It's not going to be 100. Uh, passive living battery. Shield absorption was 60% of damage dealt. It's now 45% of damage dealt. 
when the lightning crashed, the magic damage, uh, you were looking at 175 to 375 base, plus 100% bonus AD and 110% AP. The only thing that's changing is that AD ratio, it's going to drop from 100% to 85% bonus AD. I give it a month, and they'll buff her again. Yeah, they will. Like, she might not see any... I'm sure she, she might actually get played at MSI, but like... They'll buff her again. That's just how this thing goes. Right. Still problematic. Okay, uh, well, that is all the champions. Let's move on to items. So, first up is Death's Dance. Uh, it's also a slight adjustment. Attack damage was 65, now it's 55. Ability Haste, uh, it's getting that 15 back, which I always thought was weird they got rid of that. I thought that was cool for, like, a bruiser item. Like, right. Okay. Uh, the armor was 50, now it is 45, and the item recipe changed from, which I also hated this fucking recipe too, uh, it was two pickaxes and a chain vest plus 75, uh, 750 gold. Now it is a pickaxe, a chain vest, and caulfields or hammer plus 525 gold, obviously, to the, the gold difference. It still costs yeah. the same. Um, I'm pretty sure that was what the original build was. I think so. Why? I, I don't know. This is a revert? It's pretty much a revert stupid i just I, I do like that like every time i look at this icon it still looks like a fucking cape to me but like it also is just nightmare trinomir's yeah with the eye on it <laughs> i was about to say that yeah which is just nightmare from fucking soul caliber let's be realistic here i don't know why they didn't try to disguise that name better considering you have like yellow jacket shen and frozen mm. shen instead of scorpion and sub-zero but i don't know weird um, okay, Catalyst and its uh, full items. Catalyst of the Aeons. Um, let me give you the blurb on it, because I think there's a lot here. Catalyst of Aeons in its current state is significantly cheaper than the Lost Chapter, which has turned it into a dual threat. Not only is it the preferable scaling item, but due to lower costs, it has become a better laning phase option than Lost Chapter, which seems counterintuitive for a scaling item. This adjustment should help make itemization choices for min-mages a bit more competitive. Damn it, because I actually have always liked Catalyst items. So, the health on it was 225. It's going to go up to 300. The combined cost was 350. It's going to go up to 550, which means the total cost is going to change from 1100 gold to 1300 gold. So, it is going to be the same cost as uh, Lost Chapter. You're getting an extra 125 health for it. So, a 75. Sorry, 175. So, you're getting a little bit more than a Ruby Crystal. Just 75. Shit, I'm sorry, dude. I can't fucking read. You're fine. Uh, Yeah, sorry. You're getting half of a ruby crystal, but you're paying a premium for it. So Mm -hmm. Uh, That means Abyssal Mask is going to gain 50 more health from 500 to 550. And the combined cost is going to drop by 200 gold from 650 to 450. And the Rod of Ages combined cost is going to drop by 200 gold from 415 to 215. Okay. Moving on to talking about Grievous Wound items. So see, uh, they said uh, shields can't save you now. Items that apply grievous uh, wounds on damage dealt to the target will now apply it even if the damage you dealt was completely nullified by a shield. Grievous wounds will still not apply to invulnerable targets or targets who block the spell with a spell shield. Okay, so normal shields, you are not safe against grievous wounds. I, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, I, I guess that I, makes sense. I, it's like basing and you get hit, but if you have a shield, you still get the base. Yeah, I, I think that's fair, though. I'm, it just sure. didn't make sense. Like, apply the Grievous Wounds no matter. Yes. I'm, hit, I'm hitting you with an ability. 
I don't want that bastard to be shielded and be able to heal at, at full. Right. <laughs> uh, ARAM adjustments. The only thing to note on here that I see is that Vagar's E cooldown on ARAM is getting a three second nerf at all ranks. Disgusting. I'll take Love that because I feel like Vagar is in every fucking ARAM game. Yeah, he's probably been on the free rotation. Um, mm. Off screen pings. I know they're changing how it looks for you if it's off screen. I, Whatever. Do you have to have this enabled? This is a really dumb know. question. I don't think I've ever noticed off-screen pings. It says, paying attention to the minimap to see your teammates' pings while focusing on gameplay can be difficult, and actively aiming slash dodging a skill shot can make this even more challenging. To, to help we're introducing off-screen pings to give you easier visibility oh, okay. of your teammates' it wasn't even pings. In the game. Some pings that are off-screen will now show up on the edge of your screen, and our hope is that oh. this allows players... Actually, that's probably really good. Okay, for some reason I thought they were already in. Because I think they talked because about many... this in... Oh, yeah. No, go ahead. Go Preseason. Ahead. I think they did. I just, I'm thinking, like, how many times have you been playing bot lane and, like, you you're look pinging the like, shit out of... Yeah. Either your mid laner or your mid laner's pinging the shit out of you saying, hey, they're missing, but you didn't catch it because you're in the middle of a fucking skirmish or a trade. And then all of a sudden the mid laner shows up and you turn around like, why the fuck didn't you... And you're like, oh, he did ping. Why the fuck didn't I see his ping? So oh, that's, that's super helpful. There are people still, still going to complain. Wrong. Well, yeah, exactly. Oh, it, it's and it. I always, I often feel like it's me. I'll look like, did he ping? Like, oh, he pinged. Okay, it's it's my bad for not reading it or seeing it or hearing it or whatever. But it gets difficult when there's a lot of shit going on. So I think it's a good quality of life uh, change. So uh, as long as your ping is within three thousand units, uh, you will see the off-screen ping approximately the same range as Caitlyn or Luxalt. Okay. Uh, behavioral, let's see, we're rolling out improvements to our disruptive behavior detection systems that detect verbal abuse and intentional feeding. That means you'll see increased action taken against players for these behaviors in-game. I like it. I have been getting, I think you have been getting more uh, feedback reports. I got one earlier today, and on it, it actually said someone for verbal abuse. Um, It actually told me what the reason was. I'm like, okay, I like that. Tell me. Then I have an idea of, like, who you're actually punishing versus... When I feel like it's it's useless or or not helpful, right? I feel like there's been an increase in like super racist names too. Yes, we had some crazy ass ones. Yes, we did. And we're like, what? How is Riot? Come on. I know. I'm like, if, if Club Penguin can figure it out, how the fuck could you not figure it out? <laughs> like, uh, let's be real. Club Penguin won't let you put anything if it looks even remotely racist. Uh, I'm just just like you know. There's a country in Africa that has a very similar look to a racial epithet. Um, and I don't think you, you would be able to use that in Club Penguin, but I, you could figure out how to use it in League of Legends, I guarantee you, without any problems using ones and threes. How, how did Club Penguin figure this out before you riot? Explain this to me. They're on a whole nother level. <laughs> I'm so smart. <laughs> um, so let's see. Competitive. Uh, they're talking about the um, the 15 to 20 minute surrendering only being four votes now. So in ranked solo and flex queues, normal surrender, four out of five or 70% of team members must agree to pass the vote. Um, is available. Wait, 70%? Is four out of five that not eighty? Yeah, it's probably it. They don't proofread this. 
I know. I'm just like <laughs> I'm making sure I'm not a dumbass. I am a dumbass, but like no, no, no. I think you're right. Uh, two plus sure two 80. is four. Minus okay. Um, <laughs> Quick maths. So uh, it's available at 20 minutes. Now it's 15. So you only need four people to surrender at 15 minutes. Unanimous. Thank God. I like removed. that. I you guys, you know, if three this, people. This skip, doesn't change until April 7th, by the way. Right. Not not the day of the patch. So Friday. What is UTC? Is that like a universal time clock? Like a one particular time? Probably. I'm That's very, that shit. very odd. Okay. Uh, let's see. We'll be running an experiment and normal draft in EUNOC and especially to test is... some of our functionality around match. Okay, so this is this is non NA. Uh, okay, but, UT... but... oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. You're talking about the time clock. Uh, UTC is coordinated universal time. Uh, currently, the PST time is three fifty seven, which means the UTC is ten fifty seven. So PST. Uh, if you're in the United States, is three hours back from Eastern Time, EST. Uh, so in New York, it's 6.57, but the universal time clock says it's 10.57. So this will go live at 7 p.m. UTC on April 7th, which means... So that's noon for us. Noon on PST on April 7th. So that's Got Friday. It. That's good Friday, by the way. Just throwing that out there for you. Easter heads. Uh, okay, so so new <laughs> new experiment uh, in other regions. But let's see, they're removing autofill. All players in a party must choose unique primary assignments. If a player chooses a priority role as their primary assignment, they do not need to pick a secondary assignment. If they choose a non-priority role as their primary assignment, they can only choose a priority role or fill as their secondary assignment. I don't Can you know what that means, but okay. I, I'm that my mind just did a backflip into a pool of potatoes. I don't my know what the fuck that means. Fuck after that, dude. I, I, this is a test. We'll figure out if it comes live to us. We'll understand what it means. It's only a normal draft, for right? Now anyway, so in uh, other other servers, so it's not in us. Well, actually, let me let me look because I have the client open. What is considered a priority role? I know that is that just what you've been playing the most. Let's see. Bottom is a priority role, and jungle is a priority role. So support, mid, and top are not priority roles. Okay. Whatever that means. I, yeah, still don't know what that means. Um, okay. So, yeah, 32-bit client. Okay. Showcase milestones. Okay. Uh, bug fixes. Let's just run through here. Um... Milo, Warren. Uh, I don't see anything crazy. Um, yeah, I don't see it either. I don't see anything that's out there that looks. No, I think that's it. And then we got these Fix April by, April Fool skins. Uh, let's see. Hmm. I think we're good. Yeah. Nothing crazy. Uh, yeah, April Fool skins, Kibblehead, Kled, and Woof and Lamb, Kindred. And uh, Kiddly and Shiba Yumi. So I'm, I'm kind of down with Kibblehead, Kled, especially the Dalmatian. Chroma. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And it's also got a little pug Chroma, too, I think. I think it's supposed to be a pug, the third one, like the blue one. Mm. And then he's got a Rottweiler. And then... I think the second one's supposed to be a corgi. Oh, the kindred one's good. Where it changes her 
like onesie or whatever she's wearing. Oh, the pink one's a cavalier. Oh fuck. I'd still get the Dalmatian one, but the pink one's a cavalier, that's awesome. Okay. Okay. So that's But that's guy. about it, guys. I don't I don't have anything else to add unless Dean's got anything else to add. Nope. Um I think they mentioned something about the is it at the top the rank splits ending? I know we already talked uh, 104 days it's ending. So in like July maybe a little bit like mid July I think is what we came up when we talked about it but Oh yeah, so I probably make, need to actually we, uh we need to get you to gold. And that I need to actually play rank. I've only played like 50 rank games and I just haven't given a shit. I know. Lose too many of them because just getting told by people that don't want to actually play the fucking game. We'll get you there. We'll get you there, but so that is it, guys. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, wherever you're listening or watching right now. Uh, come find us on TikTok. Um, yeah. We're posting the clips over there. Of course, you know, we said it a million times this episode. Come subscribe to the YouTube channel. Everything you need is in the link tree, especially come into the Discord and let us know if you want to be like a team captain and recruit some players. Uh, we really want, really, really, really want to cast some games. Um, like I said, I'll be... I'll be mentioning this like every episode until then. But again, that is the 15th, April 15th at uh, 12 p.m. PST. So uh, it, it'll be fun. Come come win some prizes. And um, don't forget to max W first on a zero. Yes. If you don't max W first, Riot's going to come for you and take you to jail. We'll see you on Friday, guys. Later, y'all.